Bienvenidos to the Letters of the Ailu. That translates to Letters of the Family and Quechua, where three siblings talk supernatural stories with the Latinx twist. I'm Melody, and my siblings are... Hey, everyone. I'm Grace. Hey, guys. I'm Beto. Okay, and today's topic, we're actually doing something different today. We're doing three topics in total. And I know we said we were going to do this last week, but I feel like just today... I didn't know their topics, your guys' topics. So it's kind of like a surprise to us too. So mm-hmm. I'm doing La Malus. What topics are you guys doing? I am doing about ghosts that's called La Gringa in Peru. So damn. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have El Silbon uh, from Venezuela. I already have questions. Like, what does he want me? Okay, but before we get started, how are you guys feeling about the topics? And also, how was your guys' week? My my topic is really, I like it. It's fun. My week has just gone by really fast. Like, it's just, I know it's, we're barely Tuesday. We're recording, but just days are flying by. We're already mid-January. And I don't know, just time is flying. Already Valentine's Day is coming up. My Willis's birthday your birthday Beto's coming up like mom's yeah. birth like things just go and go and going and it's just like I can need to breathe but it's good other than that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not overwhelmed <laughs> at all uh, my topic is El Silvon and I'm pretty hyped for it because it's a it's an aggressive story but it, it's pretty cool I think it's cool and um yeah, you'll, you'll find out why. How's your Grace's goals? Grace, your socks? What's going on? Oh, the socks are still going today. I actually <laughs> washed laundry and all my little socks were together. You know, Pisco <laughs> was able to grab like a bundle, like, you know, because I bundled them. So she was able to grab a whole bundle, but she was going like grrr, to like the whole bundle and she couldn't like tear them, yeah. and, like separate them. So the bundle stayed. So that's working so far. Wow. Yeah. This is what, like week three, right? Yeah, week three. Yeah. Yeah. So this is good. This progress. That's good. Progress. Progress for me. But yeah. Anyways, continue. Um, I guess mine's good. I'm I'm doing what I need to do so far. I completed my vision board. It took longer than expected, but um, I feel like so far I'm kind of getting toward my goals. Changing habits is hard. It's great. Changing habits is hard. It really is. Um, not just changing habits, but also incorporating new habits. You know what I mean? Because you're so used to not doing them, you try and find an excuse to not do it because you already haven't been doing it. So I feel like it's um uh, it's challenging, but you know, got an after it, I guess. That's good though. I'm trying to. You're pushing you're pushing forward and it's good. It's good and it's good that you notice what you're doing because some people just don't even notice and they're like, well you know next year yeah, same goal like, <laughs> <don't know. laughs> <January>. next year <laughs> send us a photo of your vision board Bethel, so we can get inspiration uh yeah it's just i don't have a color printer so uh i'll uh let you guys visualize the colors on it oh today's the first day that i ran three miles for my half oh, marathon nice. <gasps> yeah congrats yeah that's so amazing I, you did that in like a week yeah so I've been progressed from two this week I'm gonna do three and I feel good so I'm I'm happy that it's looking like I'm gonna <laughs> I will do it so maybe by the end of the week I'll be at four nice yeah I definitely think you're obviously gonna reach your goal yeah I'm yeah. so happy you're doing this yeah something to just start up 
mine year. Mm-hmm. And you, Are Melody, you running in the morning? Oh, in the uh, evening? I have so many questions. No, I'm usually doing the mornings because I walk Bisco and then after I walk her, I come and pick up my my partner and then we go for a walk. <laughs> I walk him. Just <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. No, because Bisco doesn't do the runs. She does. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So I have to walk her first. She comes first and then we go on our run. And it's a good warm up for me, you know. Oh, stretch your legs. Yeah, yeah. And how about your goal, Melody? Any goals that you've been continuing? I I need to find my list of goals. I'm like trying to think. I haven't looked at my goal list since last week. Where are they? Please hold. Are they right here? Oh, I think they are here. Hold on. I don't know them by the top of my head. I don't think (laughs) I said that right. Please hold. Where are my stickers? Hold on. Yeah, I should. I should look at this every day, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next year. No, I'm just kidding. These things can't wait. (laughs) I'm already registered for my classes. I start next week for spring semester. I already applied for graduation, guys. Please don't be worried about me. (laughs) Oh, hi, Peace Club. Anyways, life's good. So are you like excited about it? Is there something that you plan to do for graduation or that you want to do for graduation? Yeah, yeah, I just don't know where. I don't have an outfit. I don't know where because it has to be somewhere for us, but also our sister has kids. So I'm like, okay, like what's acceptable? Will these bars accept these children? Where am I going to put my cake? Yeah. I need I a makeup artist. Was... I need a photographer. Yeah, we need. You don't a, think she'd bring them? I don't think so, but we can ask her. So because if she, I mean, anything is possible <laughs> if you give if you give her time to plan. So maybe just let her know of what you're thinking, so she could tell you what she's thinking. You know? Yeah, I definitely am excited about my graduation, but I think I start thinking about what happens after. Mm-hmm. So I just like can't sleep. But yeah, my mind has been busy, but apparently not busy enough to check this <laughs> I'm, I'm holding my notebook with a llama and it has a little heart sticker says me time apparently I'm not getting enough me time well anyways okay let's get into the topic because I could talk forever about my I don't know I'm just babbling okay so <laughs> I know a lot of us do speak Spanish some of us don't so la luz mala means the evil light Ooh. okay so I've never heard, again, I've never heard of this legend or myth. <laughs> so the legend is found in Argentina, Uruguay, and Chile. So that's probably why we heard it. I haven't heard of it because it's not in Central America or in Peru. And when I read it, I was like, how evil or how creepy could a light be? And it gets not, it gets pretty dark. <laughs> Get it. Okay. Anyways. So this dates back all the way to the period when there was like natives of Uruguay and Argentina and Chile. So this isn't like a recent like phenomenon. This is from hundreds and hundreds of years ago that this legend has been carried on. So I guess right now let's talk about what does it look like? Because when I thought about it, I immediately thought of like the Northern Lights, but I guess it's nothing like that. So I'm going to read this quote that's from journeylatinamerica.com. The quote begins, the phenomenon takes the form of a will-the-wisp 
ghost lights, which dance vividly at barren landscapes. And the legend has it that the light is a soul broken out of the celestial sphere, crying in pain from the sight. End quote. What did you guys think of my quote? Very dramatic. That's scary. So is it like a comet? Like, you know how comets or like a falling star comes down and it emanates a light? Is it like that or... It made it seem kind of like it's like little light balls at the end of a hill. Little light bulbs at the end of the hill. Mm-hmm. So there's many of them. It's not just one. It's many of them. So it says here vividly on barren landscapes. So I've heard that they could be on hills or it could just be like on land, just that land that has nothing. And the land is just lit up. Oh, wow. That must look beautiful, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. That's why so it's not, not the on the sky. Lights. It's on the ground. It's on the ground. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one cool thing about this podcast. I learned so much and I'm like, whoa. And then you guys say it too. I'm like, okay, cool. It's not, not just me. Okay. Oh, so for sure. these manifestations are very I guess well they're feared because imagine you're traveling somewhere where there's nothing or you're exploring or going through a tour at night and then you just see like a landscape a barren landscape just filled with these little lights and they call it like ghost lights I would freak out Mm -hmm. ideally because that's one of the questions I bring here like if you see these lights what would you do so I wanted to ask you guys this if you guys saw these lights on a landscape and let's say you're alone or let's say we're all together, would we walk towards it? Would we run? Would we take photos? Would we start Instagramming? WhatsApping, Facebooking? <laughs> what would we do? Uh, I'd walk towards it. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> because I'd be like, oh my God, this right? is beautiful. Yeah. And then I'm like, but are they fireflies? You know how some fireflies yeah. light up? And it's like what mm-hmm. they do to attract a prey. <gasps> Maybe these lights are trying to attract prey and we're the prey. Well, I'm going to let you continue, but do they cause death or like, do they kill people? Anyways, uh-huh. just more questions. Not necessarily. But yes, that's a, what would what would we do or you do? I think I would run away just because, <laughs> I don't know. I, we grew up in LA and one of the things was if you go to like Gravity Hill, that's where the KKK goes and you're going to see them like lighting up uh, like crosses and once you see those lights immediately run the other way so I remember always thinking if I see lights in the woods just run the other way so that's why my first instinct is uh, I'm probably gonna run away oh very different from me okay <laughs> I didn't think that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm like I don't care if it's pretty <laughs> I think I would do the same thing maybe take a photo and just and I'm pretty sure I would just take a quick photo and just like leave. I'd be like, no, thank you. No, thanks. Yeah, like I might I mean, video it real quick as I'm like yeah, walking yeah. like back, you know, <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to try and explore it too much. Do you have that pictures? definitely shows how we're different from Grace. I do have photos. Hold on. Let me send you, let me send you the website with this website. I have photos. Please hold. I'll send it. No, I want to send it to you guys right now. So I feel like we're both kind of on the same page. But I actually asked my siblings, like, have you guys seen Brave? 
and they said they haven't. But in Brave, there's a scene where um, the main character, I don't remember her name, she is trying to find the witch's house because she wants like a spell from the witch. And there's these little blue lights that guide her to the witch's house. Mm. And if you Google La, Mal, La Mala Luz, and uh, depending if you're like on like Google Spanish or Google USA, <laughs> different images might show. And some of them showed a little creature that kind of looked like the creatures from Brave. Oh, because this is just one single big light. It's not okay, right. Okay, I sent you something else too. Interesting. Yes. And then as I, hmm. I read different websites about La Mala Luz, and they used a lot because in a lot of Mala Luz websites, it's just in Spanish. So I would do my best to, you know, read it or, you know, I would do the fun trick, Google Translate. <laughs> and it would use the word a lot of willow the wisp to describe it. So then I Googled that and then it brought up a lot of these images that look like those little creatures from Brave. Do you guys see it? Mm-hmm. I just yeah. sent you a link. So imagine seeing that again. Do you walk away? Do you follow it? All right, you know what? So I'm, I'm about lying. to tell you. I actually saw a light the other day here, but it was uh, ended up being like something totally normal. Uh, it was this giant <laughs> freaking orb. Like, guys, I'm telling you, it was huge. It was, it was wumbo. It was enormous, and I was just uh-huh. like, I because I'm walking my uh, my dog at night at like I don't know, it was like nine or ten, and I'm walking her, and we're on this trail. We always go on like it, at that time. There's not a lot of people, but it's you know, commonly there's a lot of foot traffic and I look to my right or right, behind me, I guess at that time, and there's this giant red orb and I don't know what the hell it is. And then I tell mm-hmm. Joss, my fiance, and she's like, what the hell is that? Like, we're both like, we have no idea what oh we're God, looking scary. at. scary. Okay. And we just continue And that's when walking. you got abducted. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was thinking about posting on Reddit, like, hey, does anybody see this in this area? Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But Joss looked into it because we were walking away from it. And then we're like, let's go back. Let's see if we can like get closer to see what it is. And <laughs> we actually so did do, do what Grace what said. And well, as we're walking closer to it, Joss is like Googling her life away, just like making sure <laughs> to try and find out like, is this normal? And thankfully, yeah. you know, Joss being rational ends up finding it and turns out it's like a giant weather balloon that not weather balloon uh, like a hot air balloon or something like that and it takes you uh 12 stories high um and you can see on a clear day 40 miles all around you and they do it at like a little park in orange county and it's only ten dollars that is so cool so and it operates guess what from like i think noon or like earlier till 10 o'clock at night Mm. And we were there, I think it was like 9.45. So mm. it just, uh, it absolutely could have been it. And I remember we were Did stressing. Did you take photos? We were, I want to see what you saw. Um, I'm pretty sure I could pull some up on, online. But uh, I remember we we're walking toward it and we're freaking out because it kept going like within our like view to going past the horizon and then you can't see it anymore. Oh, wow. Was Maya freaking out your dog or it was just No, she was chill. It was just us two. 
could be people <laughs> freaking out. Oh, that's funny. What is it? Okay, so, so let me tell you guys. Uh, so thank you so much for letting me know what you would do. I'm definitely going to stick with Beto and a lot of stuff, not with Grace. Don't want to die. So here we go. <laughs> okay, so I did mention that this whole phenomenon looks like ghost lights, but they say that if you, when you get closer, people hear like screaming and people say it's a soul or a broken soul crying in pain. So, okay, if you guys hear a broken soul crying in pain, do you guys get closer? Did it ask, hey, are you okay? Should I oh, hell no. That's for them <laughs> to figure out with their fucking therapist. I'm not I'm not going to be Captain Sava's soul. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's funny. Grace. Oh. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what kind of trauma did you experience when you were three? <laughs> Would you like some advice? Because I don't want, just want to assume you need it. But no, I th- I'm going to just... bring my magic eight ball. Please. <laughs> I mean, I think it depends if I'm alone or if I'm with my better half. I think that if I'm with Willis, he would totally not let me go. But if I'm alone, I would go because I know myself <laughs> and I always want to know what what's out there what's happening and if i hear that i need to see what's going on what if she's in pain okay you said she's in pain right what if she's being tortured what if i need to call 911 what if but anyways continue right yeah i guess that because if someone I've heard needs the help n- they'll shoot a light out i've always heard like right? so many stories on the news now of like people getting trapped like they'll pretend to be her and then that's when they get you you know Oh my God. I've heard of that. Like a lot of uh, women are getting trafficked that way that um, they're screaming that they're getting abducted, abducted. And then all of a sudden they become the adoptee. uh, So it's just, I've heard of that, that happening recently. Yeah. So I don't know if it sounds like a real person, I think I'd try and investigate, but it's hard, you know, it's case by case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can't really say an absolute for that one. Side story before we continue. The other day, Bree and I were entering a parking lot to get to the freeway by where we're at. And we saw this lady on the floor, like she had fallen. And these two guys were helping her up. So we park in there and we we can tell she's not next. So like I think she needs help trans they the guys need translators. So we asked her what's wrong. And she says she fell because she was walking to the bathroom super fast. And she had fallen. We help her up. And I'm like, do you want us to call anyone? She said, no, I can try to walk. And as the guys are lifting her, it doesn't seem like she can walk. So we're like, are you sure? You, do you want us to take you somewhere? She's like, my car's right here. And then one of the guys, he's like, I have to go. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Like, I think between the three of us, we can walk her. And then as we're walking to her minivan, because she points out her car, she asked the other guy to leave. And then, I don't know, for a brief moment, Bree and I looked at each other and we're like, something's wrong. Like, I don't know, like something's off. But um, we helped her to her car. But as she got, when she got to her car, she was walking a bit better. But like, something felt off. I don't know what it was. I don't know. And Bree's like, something's really weird. And we just waited for her to get in her car. She didn't, we left before she did. I don't know, guys. What do you guys think? And it was here in downtown, like during the day, like 
pretty loud. Mm-hmm. There's people around. Yeah, they can figure it out. It's daytime. Yeah. Like, I mean, the most I would do with someone, if I see them fall is help them up and then we're done. Yeah. yeah. It is downtown LA melody. There are people there. Yeah. Was it like two months ago that someone was running around with a gun shooting people and it was normal because it's downtown yeah. LA. <laughs> I remember you texted me at like eight in the morning. They're like waking up to this or some shit. And it's some guy in a machete, like robbing people. Yeah. So like, no, and it was like, like an so older, easy. it was like an older lady, but I don't know what kind of con it could have been. I don't think it was, but something just felt weird. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. sounds suspicious. But like I said, it's case by case. Mm-hmm. You want to be a good person, but shit, you got to really assess it. And you need to trust your gut instinct. There's a reason why you felt off. Something fell off. So I felt agree. Off, so. Agree. so I'm glad nothing happened. Yeah, I think we felt bad because she was on the floor, literally. And the two guys hold- holding her up did not look like they spoke Spanish. <laughs> so yeah, we got down to help her. I don't regret doing it because we, it was one of those days that like, I think we were both getting COVID tested. So we, we didn't have to go to work. So we just stopped to help her. Oh my God. And then I got you'd at the market the other day. You got what? And like you'd like, you'd? I went to get ice. I will uh-huh. explain right now. So I went to get ice and I asked him, do you have Diet Coke? He's like, I'll get it for you. So he went, he like went, cause this little mini market is literally like tiny and they have everything stacked up. So he went to get his little ladder to get the Diet Coke and there wasn't any up there. And he's like, oh, they call me Joe. Are you my love? And I was like, what? He's like, do you watch the show? You? And I'm like, yes. He's like, yeah he's like is your name love and and then he asked me for my name and I was like I don't feel safe I said it like laughing because his boss was there but I don't think his boss spoke English and there was another customer but the customer the customer I don't think was all there to like understand what was happening and then he just starts asking me questions and anything I would say he would say he was like he would like basically mimic not mimic but say like I got my master's in blah 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 like just like it was just a weird conversation and just his tone of voice really creeped me out. And then I'm like, okay, bye Joe. But now I'm like, now, now I can never buy ice there. I have to find another mini mart. That is so it weird. weird. It was weird. Just Why did you have to ruin it? <sighs> yeah. I was like, and that's my story. And I told Brie this and she's like, did you tell me that to get me upset? I was like, I did not tell you that to get you upset. I thought you would think it's funny. She's like, you're never going there alone. I'm like, yes, she has to go get the ice. This sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So I think I was mentioning how I'm never, okay. I would, if I'm alone walking down a path and I see a light, I would rather be with Bethel and Grace and not just with Grace or else Grace and I probably end up on the news. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) I think I really like about Grace that Grace, you always like push boundaries. Like you're curious. And I think that's really good because the other question I asked here is uh, what happens if you dig? Because the light is there to attract you, but then there is supposedly you'll hear people screaming because it's a soul that's lost its way. And a lot of people in the myth, people say that if that spirit is of someone who didn't receive like a proper burial, 
Mm. Again, it's always going that Catholic Christian way. So again, like what happens if you follow the light? What if you maybe dig at the end of where that light is? Okay, so in the legend, it says that if you decide to follow it and like dig under it, people say it smells like super foul. <clears throat> and you, a lot of times people will find like metal objects or mm. pottery. And a lot of times since it's so foul, people will just kind of like leave it there. So again, there's no one has ever brought these like objects they'll just come back with the stories because supposedly even the items itself smell super, super horrible. Does it say what it smells Wait, would like? Would you guys dig? It just says it smells like dead body. It smells like really bad. Mm, if I'm already there, I might. Yeah. If I like hypothetically already was like, all right, yeah, let's go. And I already know that there's nothing going to be there. It's time to dig. Yeah, but I'd probably stop once it starts to smell that like bad. I wonder how bad it smells that people have not like taken anything with them. They haven't recovered anything, but mm-hmm. they said that what they found is again, like metals and objects and pottery, but yeah, they stop it because it smells so bad. But then there's also the other theory that if you dig deep enough at where that light is, is buried treasure. I thought huh. I would get a gasp there, but no gasp. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to discuss two theories, but I don't know. I feel like this one theory is more of like a mystical theory. So some people say that it could just, it could be debunked, like how Bethel was telling a story earlier about a weather balloon, that it could be a result of like a reflection on the moonlight on like dead bones of other animals, like dead cows. So when it's reflected on that, like bones, it creates a certain type of light that looks kind of supernatural so they're saying it could be that theory but then reading into it I, again i would use the site that was in spanish originally so google translate would only take you too far so it was saying that the theory it could be connected to the willow the will of the wisp which is again what i showed you guys with those little blue lights yeah and they're saying also, it could be the beginning of a wildfire. I guess wildfires before they start, it has some type of organic matter on the ground, depending how shallow like the dirt is to create this blue light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like, I don't know what to believe. What do you guys think? I'm like, what if it's like, do they mean it smells like death? Does it smell like sulfur? Because if it smells like sulfur, like maybe there's some type of oil leak in that area. And, you know, like, what if it's like that? I don't know, like a tiny little bits of fire. Could be. None of these sites mention sulfur, but it, it could be like a logical explanation of it. But is there anything bad that happens if you get close? Like, are there stories of people, something happening, bad, bad things happening to people? Yeah. Anything like that? No. I mean, they just mentioned that, again, if they follow it, a lot of times they'll dig under because there's a theory that there might be treasure. It's so but again, weird. like so- you never end up bringing anything back because of the smell. So I'm like, well, how much truth is there behind this if I got no evidence? Yeah. Exactly. And you would think there's someone, I mean, how <laughs> deep is it? Is it's This isn't a forest or is it where? It just says in barren landscape. And it could, it's hard to give like an exact landscape because all three countries Argentina, Uruguay, and Chile have every type of landscape you can think Mm. of Mm. 
especially Argentina, like they have so many different landscapes. But they're just saying that for the most part, the basic story is, is that you're a traveler. You're traveling alone at night. Oh my God, what's that over there? There's a weird blue light. Is it a sign that I should go towards it? Or is it a sign that there's a dead soul there screaming because it didn't get a proper burial? So at that point, you would probably leave. And then there's other people like Grace who's like, there's a soul out there that needs my help. I'm going to go after it. Here I'm going. You know? <laughs> so that's basically like the three second version of La Mala Luz. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. But yes, if I would encounter it, I would most likely turn the, take a photo, run away and like theorize it with locals or with you guys. It's a cool story, but again, it's something that leaves me with more questions since there's no like actual evidence. Mm-hmm. And that's my story. Thank you so much for listening. And I like that you guys were so interactive with my questions. I learned a lot about you. Again, if we go anywhere, <laughs> I'm going with both of you, not just alone with Grace, because <laughs> I don't want to end up in the news. Well, I loved your story. No <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we would not end up in the news. You might. all right ready for our next story it's with your yours is up next right grace yeah so mine is next mine is called la gringa so i what a name i i know right that's what actually intrigued me and made me want (laughs) to read on it because i was like who calls their ghost la gringa but when i read it it reminded (laughs) me of uh, remember supernatural one of the first mm-hmm. episodes or in the intro, there's this woman on a bridge that would throw herself off and would cause accidents on the bridge. Do you remember mm-hmm. that episode? Okay. So this kind of reminds, I have not reminds seen that me episode. of that. No. Tell me. Yeah. So no, it's like, it's one of the first episodes, I think the first or second, maybe third, but one, one very, very, very first. And um, it's about a lady that causes accidents on a bridge and she's dressed in mm-hmm. white. It's similar to this. So this story is about a beautiful woman, pale and dressed in white, which strikes terror in those who drive by Chilco Hill on Peru's north coast. So most of oh, these... Oh, it's in Peru. Yeah, so okay. most of these accidents happen on this mountain-like road. Well, it's a road that's on a mountain, so it's like going through hills. Like I imagine it as you know, when we go up to Malibu and we're going through, I think it's Maholan Drive, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that street, kind of I like think that. It's Topanga Canyon. Is it Topanga okay, Canyon? A hilly drive. Yeah, it's a hilly drive. That's how I'm imagining this. And when I Googled this hill, that's how it came up. Hmm. Um, so this, ta- this tale will make you scared to even drive alone along Peru's north coast, where hundreds of kilometers of a desert wasteland separate city from city. So cities are separated by these roads. Mm-hmm. The tale of the ghost of La Gringa of Chico Hill. There is nothing in particular that calls attention to the ordinary looking rock mass between Trujillo and Chiclayo along the Panamerica Highway. What then explains the unusual number of traffic accidents occurring in in the night as they pass the hill known as Cerro Chilco. So I guess what what caused originally all of this attention was that a lot of accidents started occurring. um, And they're like, why all of a sudden all these accidents? And um, so they just start wanting to know what caused the accident because usually most of the drivers would be dead they haven't they only had one or two that actually survived the accident and then they asked them and then i'll tell you right now what they say 
So what explains the terrifying experience that the solitary truck drivers have told since the 1970s? So it started in the 1970s. It began with Mm -hmm. one, then two, then three accidents in such a short time that no one imagined it could be a coincidence. They all happened in the same place at the same time at night, passing the Chilco Hill just before reaching the town of Pacas Mayo, just after midnight. The first two drivers perished. They were found with, this is weird, they were found with foam coming out of their mouths, faces frozen in terror, and unnatural masks of fright. Jaws Mm. open, eyes wide, red, bodies contorted. Those responsible for cleaning up the scene were scared as much as the locals once rumor got around of the deaths. They had driven straight into the steep and rocky hillside. But I mean, right. I mean, if if you like drive off like a hillside, why would your body be contorted? Why would you be foaming at the mouth? Right. Like it's just weird. Seizures? Both of them? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. That is weird. So this is a third driver. The third driver survived barely. They found him in the wreck at the foot of Chico Hill, trembling uncontrollably, which at first they thought related to his injuries in the accident, which is normal. However, he continued to tremble even when he had recovered from his injuries and constantly seemed to be terrified of something. He didn't speak for weeks. One day, he finally told what happened with great difficulty. This is what his family could gather from his stammering. As an overnight driver bringing goods from Lima, to the northern cities of Trujillo mm-hmm. and Chiclayo, he had rushed. He had been rushing past the Chico Hill, looking forward to a rest stop in Pacasmayo. At that moment, mm-hmm. he saw something that made him jump in surprise. A woman, pale, blonde, and dressed in white, was waiting along the side of the road. The driver also noticed she was half naked, and pulled over to see if she needed help. She asked if he could mm-hmm. give her a ride to Pacasmayo, and he agreed. It wasn't far, after all, and he was hopelessly captivated by her beauty. He would have driven her all the way to Panama if she'd asked. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. Making his intentions clear. Yes. He really wanted to help her out. He really did. She sat in the driver's seat. (laughs) So Mm. she sat on the driver's seat and began to stare at him. That's what he told his family, hands still shaking constantly. I felt so cold and she growled at me to drive faster. Then she changed. She changed into a skull. And she said, and he said that she started emanating this foul smell. He, and then he couldn't say anymore. So he couldn't speak after all of this was occurring. And then after that, his accident occurred and get, and he survived, but from what I read, he does not want to drive that hill again. Then more recently, now this story in the 1980s varies a little bit. So I'm going to tell you two of them. And then they end mm-hmm. about the same, but it's kind of it's kind of the same. So the first one happened around the 1980s. It is said that the mm-hmm. surfer was passing by this, the Chilco Hill and he saw a woman with the same description, blonde, pale, mm-hmm. and was asking for a ride. This woman was fully dressed, though, from what I get from the story. She got into his car. Right, she had clothes and, on. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's always good. Um, and the surfer found this 
very, this blonde woman, very attractive and wanted to pursue a conversation with her. Uh, Mm -hmm. He said that she would not really pay much attention to him. She would just kind of ignore all everything he was saying. But when she would talk, she would only want to talk about stories from beyond. And Mm -hmm. it really didn't explain what stories from beyond meant and didn't explain it. It just said that she wanted to talk like (laughs) dark stories. Oh, okay. Fun. Um, Once they arrived to Pacas Mayo, she asked to be left at the entrance of the cemetery. He asked her for at least her address so he could visit her. And she did give him an address. But you don't think that's weird? Like, hey, I need a ride. Can you drop me off at the cemetery? Like, would you still ask for the chick's address to go visit her? Question it. Damn, he must. She works here. Mesmerized. Basically, I'd be like, "Oh, you oh, live here? That's <laughs> cool. Here? That's right? cool. Right? Maybe graveyard hours. Uh, so he dropped her off at the cemetery. She was nice enough to give him her address, so he actually did acquire her address. Um. So supposedly a couple days later, he was coming back from where he was going originally. And he wanted to stop and say hi to this girl because he I guess he really enjoyed her very her company, you know, even though she really didn't pay much attention to him. Um, So he went to this address and after knocking, an older lady comes out and he's like, hey, can I see there? You know, a younger lady lives here. She gave me this address and she's like, no, I'm the only one that lives here. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I gave a ride to this girl and she gave me this address. And she's like, no, I'm the only one who lives here. I used to have a daughter, but she died a couple, some sites said days, months or years, like it just varied. Okay. And, uh, and she fit the description of what he said. She was like a young, blonde, light skinned woman. And she died in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, that's impossible. I gave her a ride two days ago. And she's like, no, she died. And I guess they went back and forth so much that she actually took him to the cemetery where he had dropped off this girl. And she showed him her um, her tombstone that had her name and her dates of life. Uh, and that's how wow. this, yeah, that's how this version of the story ends. Like the other version is about the same dude finding this woman very attractive but he ends up taking her to a restaurant I don't know at three in the morning four in the morning and there I guess restaurants open at that time because he didn't want to take her to her house because he wanted to pursue her intimately that's what it said and uh so she they went into this restaurant and uh and she took him to the table which was the farthest inside the darkest and she wouldn't say a word and then (laughs) when when the waiter came by the waiter was half asleep and then as time happened, like she became a ghost and she started smelling. And then all of a sudden she ran out the restaurant screaming. But somehow in the oh story God, as well, so, yeah, the driver so also, it is right. But in this version as well, the driver is able to acquire her address. And he also goes, he also goes and visits the mom and she tells him the story and it just ends that way. Um, I couldn't find more recent. So like I said, I couldn't find recent stories of this ghost woman. And it basically ends there. What do you guys think? It's creepy, but it's 
weird that she keeps popping up because you would think that her being taken to a cemetery or to her, her due to destination they she has would give her peace but I guess it doesn't right and she is buried so it's not like she didn't get a proper burial but maybe she just died a very tragic death maybe she wasn't supposed to go you know mm-hmm. oh. it wasn't her and time then when he took her to the restaurant she she like woke up from her trance. She's like, I'm not supposed to be here. So she's like, Bye. <laughs> she's like oh, <laughs> yeah. I said no turkey bacon. Yeah. I uh. hate first dates. And she ran away. Right. So yeah, so that is basically oh sorry for B school. She's just listening to noise outside my apartment. But um, that is my story about La Gringa. And I hope you guys liked it. Very yeah. spooky. So yeah. spooky because they had like it's not just a sighting, they like interacted with her. And these like bozos were like, She's enemy, she's not saying much. We're gonna go out. But she's kind of smelly. I have her speechless. <laughs> yeah, it's just so creepy. Cause again, like I think we've all seen like ghosts or sightings, or maybe you feel something weird, but it's the, the creepiest ones are when you actually talk to them and you mm-hmm. don't realize you're talking to something like that and it's no thanks so thank you for your story grace and it firmly reminds me don't talk to ghosts okay <laughs> mm-hmm. yep and now we're moving on to our last story with beto all right uh so my story is called el silvon so this is it just translates to the whistler um, it's based out of Venezuela. How do you pronounce that? Silbon. Silbon? Silbon. Silbon. Like Silbon. Silbon. Like Ciflan? How do you say whistle in Spanish? Ciflan? <laughs> That's not how you say Ciflan. Maybe because I can't whistle. I never learned how to say it in Spanish. Uh, yeah. So it's called <laughs> El Silbon. Let's go back to that. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's just the whistler so okay um, go on <laughs> i can understand that okay continue spanish lesson for another time thank you so, um he is in venezuela he's like mm-hmm. in the the plains of venezuela but he's also supposedly in northern parts of colombia um okay. he's characterized as being a, a lanky slender man approximately three meters tall which translates to nine foot eight inches whoa uh, so he's a very tall no, like almost like slender man like the you know like the video game yeah um but he's characterized as having like a sombrero like a flatter one you know mm-hmm. um and he's carrying a large bag over his shoulder like cartoony-ish you know uh-huh. interesting okay yeah so he particularly so let's go with let's go with the origin stories of El Silvon before I get into like who he goes after and all that stuff. Okay. There's about four versions that I personally found. Four? They're all okay. yeah, they all start differently, but they all end the same. The young man first, okay. the, the one that like the first one that I saw that was like, whoa. It was a, a young man brought his girlfriend home again. Um, and it really upset his father because the family did not want this girl around. So, Mm -hmm. uh, because allegedly she was a prostitute, Mm. um, but he was in love with her. So (laughs) because of that, the father ended up killing her. 
So, Whoa. yeah, in different stories, it says it doesn't say how he kills her. Um, in one, it just says he like he shoots her. But in other ones, it just it varies. Point is, he kills her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that enrages this guy so much that he ends up killing his dad right after. Oh, then he and kills himself. Murder no. suicide. No. So the grandfather ends up finding out that his grandson ended up killing his son, the mm-hmm. dad that he ends up taking him out um, into the middle of the woods, ties him to a tree and starts whipping him like for hours, just starts whipping him, whipping mm-hmm. him and whipping him. And then as soon as he's done whipping him, uh, he takes, they called it, um, it was like a hard liquor and pretty much just douses it all over his back to like, I guess, torture him oh. um, while he's still like tied to the tree. So after that, he ends up dragging him deeper into the woods and then releases his dogs on him to finish killing him off. And then his dogs eat him alive. He dies. But supposedly, the grandfather curses him to wander, just wander forever, aimlessly, uh, carrying the bones of his dad in the bag. And then he goes off and that comes back to life and does not. And he's cursed forever. That is dark. That is very dark. That was intense. That was one version. Then another version states that the son returns home one day and finds his father abusing his beautiful wife. This, you know, enrages the son and he ends up killing the dad. Mm -hmm. And then another version states that the son was a spoiled brat whose every wish was catered to by his parents. One afternoon, he demands his father to hunt for deer because that was his favorite meat. But when the father does not find a deer and returns empty handed, the son kills him and cuts out his heart and liver. He then has his mother cook them for dinner. The mother finds the meat is tough and starts to suspect something. She discovers these organs are her own husband's inyards and curses her son for eternity. And then again, the grandfather takes him out, you know, does a whole thing, lashes him and eats, gets eaten. Wow. Um, yeah. And then another one is the boy guts his father after the father rapes and kills the girlfriend because the father said she's promiscuous. So that like meant he's supposed to rape and kill her. But that's one version of the story. Then another one is that, um, uh, so supposedly he was a a temperamental kid, right? So as a kind of like similar to the other one, Mm -hmm. Um, he had everything that he wanted. And when they went hunting while they were walking, a twisted tree stepped in their way. The boy asked his father to straighten it out. But the father said, no, a twisted tree never straightens. You know that. After the boy was told, after the boy told his father, if you always knew it, why did you let me grow the way I am? Like a twisted tree. <gasps> now I'll never be able to change the way I am. And it's your fault. Then the boy kills his father and brings, brings back his guts, gives them to the mother to be cooked. And then kind of, you know, same thing. Hmm. So that's an intense, tense story. So a way you know that El Silbon is around is because you hear his whistle um i never found a reason for the whistle it's just they give you the notes but i can't really find it anywhere i'll see if i find it you'll hear the whistle and if it sounds really really close that means he's very far away and if he sounds very far away and you hear this whistle he's very 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 close i don't like this at all i don't like it i don't (laughs) this is illogical i can't pronounce his name and i don't know if he's there or here or that's really creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, apparently mm-hmm. 
he uh, primarily targets people who are um, cheaters, womanizers, and um, drunks. I'll just say alcoholics because uh, it seems like he really goes for like you know those you know like people you just see randomly on the street drunk on a Wednesday at I don't know you know those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does he do to them? Uh, he kills them. He just kills straight them. Up, yeah, he straight up kills them. Uh, but supposedly, fun. supposedly the these people that he <laughs> kills, uh, because he's the one killing them, he stuffs their their bones in his bag, and they're cursed to live out their the rest of their eternity with him. Oh, yeah, it's a bone collector. Ugh, what? Yeah, so it's pretty intense, and uh, the only way to like the only way to um, protect yourself from him is dogs. Because he's terrified of dogs because those were the things that ate him, you know, that killed him. Oh, smart. So if you have a dog with you, they're always going to let you know that he's around by growling and then he goes the other way. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. And um, I think that's it. But I do have one more thing. So I ended up finding out this really cool thing, like a short video series made by this Argentinian guy. His name was like Juan Fernandez uh grabru or something like that gabre mm-hmm. um sorry if i mispronounce it but um he did this short video series on horror movies on specifically like latin legends oh. and it's on hbo max oh and it, yeah and it's called uh fantasmagorias it's really really cool if you guys have hbo max it's on there and it's in season one Send episode the four the whistler Fantasmagorias. Yeah, Fantasmagorias. It's actually really good. There, when I say short, it's short. Like the one I saw was two minutes. Oh wow! Okay. That's yeah, nice. and I think Grace's might be on it. I didn't watch it yet, but literally the following episode after mine is The Ghost Passenger. Mm, maybe it is her. So, if you guys opened it, I already sent it. It looks really, really cool, and um, it's very detailed. You wouldn't think that because it's in a cartoon format, it's it doesn't pull punches in terms of its animation. So it, it's really cool. I would highly recommend it. Wow, I just got That's it. Sp- yours was really spooky. That yeah, it was, spooky. it was pretty creepy. I see. Um, I found pictures of him. I just Googled it, Silvon, and it came out, and it is very, it's not cute. Is it scary? No. Send me the link. I want to see. Yeah, it's not cute. Copy. He almost kind of looks like the one that I started seeing a lot was uh, like almost uh, Scarecrow-y. Scarecrow-y? Yeah, and then he's like a mixture between Scarecrow and like Slenderman. And, um, but Venezuela like really leans into it. (laughs) And he even has like uh, statues put on him in certain parks in the country Statues. yeah Ugh. so um oh this i is guess they horrible. lean into it a little bit they definitely do look at this oh beto sent you one and this is another one they definitely lean into it that's a statue Ugh. and they also um have made movies about him where does the whistling come in? It's just something he just had that guess, habit of whistling. I guess so. I, I didn't actually find an answer for that, but I thought it is very creepy. Um, I ended 
learning uh whistling can be really creepy if done right <laughs> you know oh, yes. definitely oh, yes. can yeah um like i knew somebody that whistled winnie the pooh in a certain kind of way and i haven't been able to listen to winnie the pooh since <laughs> that's funny yeah creepy you're winnie the pooh for me <laughs> yeah yeah so oh but this legend actually comes from some truth allegedly and the legend, uh, the reason it comes through some truth is that they suspect a similar story happened in around 1850, from what I understand. And it was from this guy named Joaquin Flores. Uh-huh. And apparently the same thing happened to him. And you know, he killed his dad because he killed his girlfriend. And then supposedly something very similar. So it seems like it might have been an urban legend that kind of just, like imagine like Charles Manson and it, but we didn't have like the news and then just the story gets passed down and passed down and passed down and passed down you know yeah right. so i'm not sure if it's necessarily true i don't really think it is but um allegedly a guy says that he was attacked by el cipitio and he said that el cipitio came up to him and he said that it was so tall he couldn't see his face because it was like you mean silbon you're calling oh, him cipitio. oh i'm sorry el <laughs> oops Apparently, El Silvon was so tall that he couldn't see his face and he was attacking him. And the guy was on his horse and his horse first noticed that there was something and he the horse bucked him off. Mm, and he has yeah. a machete with him that he got from his horse. And he's trying to hit El Silvon with the machete but can't get to it. So El Silvon just starts beating him recklessly and he barely mm. manages to get like run away for a second and crawl to his horse and then run away and then he ends up telling everybody that he got attacked by el Silvon. that is so crazy yeah um but yeah the story has gone pretty far uh pbs actually did like a little mini documentary thing on it and um i'll definitely send that to you guys to post um but it's cool i really enjoyed this one i really enjoyed it yeah all these i did shows. not <laughs> these little stories are like short and sweet <laughs> Or maybe not Jordan. sweet. Like scary. Bedtime ghost stories, guys. Yeah. Good night. I don't know, Poppy. I want to watch what you said that though on HBO Max. But I'm like, I can't watch it right now. I'll probably get freaked out. I'll have to watch it yeah, during the I'll, weekend or something. Yeah, I'd recommend doing it like when you don't have to go straight to bed. <laughs> I agree. Good agree. good thing. Good thing I thought of that because yeah, I was about to watch it right now. JK. Um, but I, I like it. I like it. I thought it was really cool because I feel like we haven't done one of these in a minute. Yeah, yeah, Mysterious agree. Ones. Mystery. We've been just been doing a lot of history in these mystery, these ghost scary ones was definitely um, worth it. So do you guys believe in any of them or do you think they're all like just not real? Do you think they're just placed for a certain kind of way? What do you guys think? think there's some truth to all of them i don't know like i definitely think that the story was placed to make people not be alcoholics and not be unfaithful to their partners yeah <laughs> you know i think I that one was definitely placed for that or had some sort of spin for that melody story i feel like there may be something there that is causing these fires if you could call them fires or this light that needs to be investigated more or maybe there's yeah. something there that people don't want people to find and that's why they've developed this story they've come about with this story like there's something there i just 
don't know what. And then mine, I really don't know what mine. I just, I'm going to say it's maybe truck divers that are not following trucking regulation and not sleeping. And that's why they're falling off a cliff. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm like, maybe yeah. it's just, hey, stop. Don't pick up women off the side of the road. <laughs> you know? Maybe, but like, yeah, maybe it is that. I know truckers do experience, like truckers that I've talked to here in the Central Valley experience really mm-hmm. crazy things because they're all on the road like in the middle of the night and they see yeah. things that maybe they can't even explain but they brush it off so i mean if i'd be a truck driver and i see a woman that's half naked i mean i would definitely i would probably call the police because there's a reason why she's half naked i don't think that's normal not even in peru not even in the 80s i don't right i mean i don't know maybe i'm wrong i don't know right you you should call the police yes yeah i would <laughs> yeah. think so right or get some help but but they're in the middle of nowhere so how are how long does police even get there if this is a small town is there even a police there like i mean it's pretty wild because they don't have phones they didn't have cell phones in the 80s like let me get to my next landline destination and it's where she wants to go yeah so i don't know i don't know so many things just i know that i even now, like when I drive on the freeway, there's still hitchhikers, which I find is so odd. I would never pick up a hitchhiker, knock on wood, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, how are they, how are they still doing this? Uh, yeah. I know it's off topic, but I'm just like, yeah. you're still picking these guys up. Yeah. I would think truck drivers, because maybe they're they're lonely and they need someone to talk to. And they're like, hey, where oh, are you going, true. man? Let's get on. Let's go. All right. I'm going to go there either way. I don't know. I'll ask my truck driver yeah. friends to see if they pick people up hey the other day i saw a truck driver had a parrot and a dog in his truck oh my goodness wow that's funny what were their names i don't know i didn't ask i just saw him because i was stopping with bisco to pee for her to pee and poop or pee and uh and we looked up we looked to the side and there's a dog like staring at us from the window and then next <laughs> to it i see a parrot and i'm like oh dog and parrot natural best friends so <laughs> so yeah and we're like oh they're on a journey they're on a journey with their owner but um but yeah guys well this was fun it is almost 11 so i shall be going to bed yeah. it is time to say goodbye i don't know what song that is but it is time <laughs> to say goodbye and good night right, cool. thanks guys thanks guys i hope you guys liked it talk to you guys later bye, bye.